Hey y'all, I'm Chris, your host for the Mommy Monologues Podcast. I'm an author, writer, and most of all, I'm a mother to a beautifully unique little girl named Styler. Say hey, Styler. That's her. This is the only podcast curated for women of color centered around motherhood. Here is where we discuss wellness, lifestyle, self-preservation, and more. Oh, and of course, we talk about motherhood. Created with women of color in mind, here is where we share our realities with hopes of forming and strengthening relationships between mothers from all over the world. Thank you for listening in and sharing this space with me. Enjoy. Hey, so today's uh, Mom of the Hour is Miss Renosha Hill. Renosha is actually my Instagram friend. Um, we've been for I don't know, we've been Instagram friends for a minute, but she is one half of the popular natural hairline, Reagan Sinai, and the other half of that is her four-year-old daughter, Reagan. So we uh, talked about natural hair, representation, parenting, of course, and um, we also talked about entrepreneurship and raising baby hustlers um so take a listen hear her story and hopefully something inspires you or resonates with you and encourages you to move forward in your goals and to uh really really dig deep into your children as far as teaching them entrepreneurship if you aren't already um first of all let me say thank you for um taking some time out to come on the show and talk to me um I'm super excited because, you know, we've been going back and forth on Instagram like good, good girlfriends for a minute. Um, <laughs> no and, problem. I want to say thank you for choosing us to tell our story and let people know how we got started. Yes, definitely. Um, and like, um, I, I didn't even ask you before now, but how long have you guys been in business? We've been in business um, for almost two years. Okay. So... I like to kind of break it down and say, like, when I really started in business, because when I first started about a year and a half ago, I was only like taking PayPal um, invoice, you know, sending PayPal invoices and things like that. I didn't have a website and everything that I truly loved until about last December. So last year in December is when I'll say that, like, my business fully took a leap, like a big move because once I got that new website up that's when I really started to see like a lot more traffic and a lot of more um interactions you know going on with my business so I started a year and a half ago but however like the big push came in like last December okay. when I got my new website okay okay so per usual I jumped the gun which is fine but let me back up I want you to tell everybody so what is, um, you know, the name of your business and what is it that you um, actually do? You know, what do you offer? You know, just tell everybody about your brand, um, Reagan Sinai, natural hair essentials, right? Absolutely. Gotta... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I said the whole name. <laughs> so Reagan Sinai Natural Hair Essentials is an all-natural and organic hair care line that's designed for children with sensitive or eczema skin. 
Reagan's and I, she's my beautiful four-year-old daughter that just struggles severely with sensitive eczema skin and finding hair products on the market that really didn't irritate her skin or weigh down like her kinky curly hair was really an epic struggle for me. Um, so I kind of used my healthcare background and sought out the best natural and organic ingredients for our hair and skin. And the result of all of that <laughs> is Reagan's Tonight Natural Hair Essentials. So what I try to do is I strive to not provide, to not only provide parents with a product, but to also educate, teach, and empower our parents on how important it is to really love and nourish our children's hair the natural and organic way. So that's another separate entity of the business that I do push is the education piece because anybody can provide your product, mm -hmm. but you need that education behind the product to know how to properly use it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and that's really unique because like you said, um, a lot of times, especially I'm a um, natural where I just started my lock journey and um, my daughter is natural as well. And like you said, um, anybody can push a product or, you know, can sell you a product because that's what we do. We're used to going into the store, um, buying whatever the, you know, YouTube influencers say that we should buy, mm -hmm. buying it mm -hmm. out, not liking it. <laughs> and then, you know, going and buying something else, just wasting money and, you know, continuing that cycle. So, you know, and they really don't offer any type of teaching to teach you like how to use the another you know the youtube gurus they show us you know what's what's good and they may give you tips but it's not the mm -hmm. same somebody who's actually it's nothing like hands-on right you know and that's the second the second portion of my business was what i really really want to get into is the education piece so um I, i'm sure you've probably seen before on instagram that our mommy and me natural natural classes that we hold mm -hmm. um here in chicago we actually have one coming up january I'm sorry, June 10th, um, this Saturday coming up, Reagan will actually be hosting this event. The okay. older she gets, the more I'm involving her um, into the business and really, really showing her the ropes of everything that I'm doing. But we have that uh, Mommy and Me class coming up um, June 10th, that's this Saturday, where she'll be hosting the event. So what I like to do is, since it's a kid-friendly brand, is bring in kid-friendly things. So we're not just sitting down talking about hair because that's boring for a kid. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, we're going to have, like, popcorn bars. Um, we're going to pin the pin the popcorn ball on the natural hair. Like, we're going to do, like, a pin the popcorn ball on, like, the on the curly puff, like, the curly afro okay. puff. It's almost like pin the tail on the donkey. Mm -hmm. so we're going to pin the popcorn ball on the curly hair cutie as, like, an afro puff. Okay. Um, and we're going to make headbands and, you know, make it really fun. And while the kids are having fun, the parents can now focus on me asking questions as far as, like, how to care for their child's hair, um, how to properly layer and apply products onto the hair, and me just explaining to them how important it is to use natural and organic products on your, on your child's hair, especially if they have skin issues. Mm -hmm. So our product line is designed for everyone, of course, but more specifically for those children that have that has skin issues because Reagan has super severe sensitive skin on top of eczema, on top of allergies. Mm -hmm. So a lot of products that's on the market, I just could not use. And I wasn't natural at the time, Chris. Mm -hmm. I knew nothing about natural hair. I was relaxed. Mm -hmm. um, I've only been natural for 
about a year and a half now, like fully natural with no perm ends or nothing left on the hair. And I transitioned my hair. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long you've been following me, but on my IG page, I've also documented my hair growth process using our natural and organic products as well. And that's what made me um, make it a mommy and me line because I then saw that these products grew my hair amazingly. Like my hair grew so fast, so thick and so healthy that I knew that these products had to be a mommy and me line. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what made me add the mommy and me portion to the products to let adults know that they can use the products too. Mm-hmm. But the products are designed for children. Okay. So um, with all of that being said, you know, I didn't know about natural hair, didn't know how to care for it. But I had a, um, at the time, eight-month-old daughter that I knew I wanted her to grow up to love her hair. I didn't want her to grow up feeling like she had to throw a weave in her hair because mm-hmm. she didn't know how to properly maintain the hair that she had. So mm-hmm. being her mother... I went natural. I was already transitioning, but I was transitioning through weaves, um, wigs, and all types of stuff like that. And it really damaged my hair transitioning with the weave because now all of the hair that was put away was healthy and strong. But the piece that I had left out, you know, to cover up um, for my leave out, now that had heat damage. So right. it was like I had to start all over at the front of my head. Um, cutting all of that out when everything in the back was pretty healthy and really natural. So that's another piece that I kind of talk to parents about with transitioning. A lot of people tell you to transition in weaves and, you know, in braids and things like that. And those things are fine, but also just making sure that you're protecting your hair because what use is it to, you know, protect the style at the back and you're leaving leave out, but you're still pressing it and flat ironing it and now you're causing damage at the front. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's something else that I discuss with parents because I've been through that. Um, I'm like a self-taught natural. Nobody taught me how to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really all through trial and error and trying things out. Mm-hmm. And I think my journey went a little bit more smoother because I had already learned so much from Reagan's hair. You know, I had learned so much with mm-hmm. experimenting with her hair. It sounds so bad. I was experimenting with my daughter. <laughs> but I was a natural at the time. <laughs> I was a natural at the time. So it was really an experiment, you know, with her hair that I was really trying different things. And um, she broke out in hives one day, Chris. Like, Oh, my bad. gosh. Yes. Her scalp was itching really bad. She broke out all over the place. And I couldn't understand why. I mean, I was using products on the market. I wasn't using cheap products. Mm-hmm. I was buying $50 products, you know, down to $20 products. And mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why my daughter's skin stayed itchy, stayed inflamed, stayed red. I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the doctor's office, took her there. They gave me a steroid of cream for Reagan. I remember driving home. My daughter was about eight. She was about nine months at this point. I remember driving home in tears because the only thing that the physician could tell me was put some Cetaphil lotion on her or, you know, use this steroidal cream. You know, the doctor never once mentioned anything. Try a more natural alternative or a more natural and organic approach to your daughter's skin. It was here. Put this steroidal cream on her and this is going to heal her. You know, and I have been doing that for a long time. And me being in the healthcare field, I know that steroid cream actually um, thin the top layer of your skin. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was doing more harm for her than good. 
Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, I was done. I was done. I was not putting that on my daughter's skin anymore. I remember I went home when my daughter took a nap. I pulled out my laptop. I researched from about 10 a.m. <laughs> to probably like 10 p.m. Once I get focused on something, I am mm-hmm. focused. Right. And I was looking up different oils, different butters, things that I can use on my daughter's skin. I was Googling eczema. I don't have eczema, but her it runs really um, heavy on her father's side. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know how to deal with eczema. You know, I, did, I just didn't know. You know, so I was just researching and reading different things. And I re- went to Whole Foods and spent about $300 on oils, butters, herbs, all types of stuff. And to start making my daughter's hair care and just skin things. Mm-hmm. And the first product that I started with was the Shea Butter Souffle. It was like a pomade at the time, like a grease. I didn't really like how greasy it was. Mm -hmm. So I kind of went back in and started, you know, remaking the product to how I liked it. And I did start researching, seeing, you know, how different people are like actually made it into a whip consistency because that's what I really wanted. Mm -hmm. So I started using that product from head to toe on her crisp and her skin started clearing up in like two weeks. I had no more skin issues with Reagan. And so that's how I knew at that very moment that I needed to start using more natural and organic things on her. And I don't have to use a steroid print to help with her eczema. Mm-hmm. This was helping just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really just the education piece that I had to educate myself. And I think a lot of us, we get lazy. And sometimes as moms, we get lazy. We we look for things, you know, people to tell us things on the internet, on YouTube and things like that, instead of doing your own research. Right. Um, That's what I tell my parents all the time. Do your research. Don't believe what I said. Don't believe when I'm telling you that these products are great for this and great for that. Research that, mm-hmm. you know, and make sure because at the end of the day, these are things that you're putting on your child's skin. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm very, very... For those that follow me on Instagram, you will see that I am very passionate about this I was just writing this down because I'm like, girl, listening to you, you are gone. And I'm like, you. I literally wrote, you're so passionate about this. (laughs) Wow. I'm telling you, you know, when you talk to me, you'll see that I'm extremely passionate about this brand because this is coming from a mother that struggles. Mm -hmm. You know, I struggle like, in tears sometimes, you know, trying to figure out what can I do to my daughter's hair? How come everything that I put on here is freaking dry? I, I'm spending $50, dollars on top of dollars. And I used to say, like, my daughter's hair looks like rats have literally been sucking on her hair when she gets home from school. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. So I really had to research not only her skin issue, but I had to research how to properly care for natural hair. I wanted my daughter's hair to be healthy. You know, every parent, I'm sure, always wants their daughter to have, you know, healthy hair. And healthy hair doesn't always mean that it has to be super long. Mm-hmm. You know, the long com- the longness of the hair is always been, like, contention upon your DNA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, if it's, if it's not in your DNA, if nobody in your family has super long hair, okay, you can bet your bottom dollar that you probably won't either. You right. know, but you can keep it healthy and, and um, get to its maximum length of where it should be by keeping it healthy. Right. Healthy hair is what I stress over long hair any day. I'll cut my hair in a minute if it's not healthy. 
you know, I want healthy hair, not long hair. Because <laughs> when it's healthy, it's going to, it's, it comes together. It's going to grow long. It's like a plant. If you water it, it's going to grow. So right. I'm really, really passionate about this brand and everything that I put out to people. As you'll see, like I have the conditioner that I've been saying, coming soon, coming soon. When I say coming soon, like I really mean it's coming soon, but it's a work in progress. Right. You know, um, I'm not just going to put a product together and throw it out there just to make money because I feel like, oh, they're buying this or they're going to buy that. No, that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate. I'm going to make sure that any product that touches your child's hair is going to be completely natural and organic. And while the the line may not be for everyone, Chris, because some people truly don't care about that. Some people are okay with adding sulfates and parabens and, you know, all the fragrance and things to their child's skin. That's quite okay. Mm-hmm. So... I focus on those parents that, like, eat, sleep, and breed a more healthier and natural and organic lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So that's really, like, my primary focus with Reagan's and I Natural Hair Essentials. Yes, girl. I just got my whole entire life because I'm, like, listening to you. And like I said, I I was writing it down. You are, like, definitely (laughs) passionate about this. And that's good. And that's what you want. And, like, um, how can I say it? As a consumer, that's what we Mm -hmm want you know in the mm-hmm. company that we decide to purchase from like I mean it's easy like I said to just go pick, pick something off the shelf but when you get home and you're disappointed mm-hmm. you wish that you had somebody to really work with you and because like even mm-hmm. like, I've been following you for a while and you are I have not missed you you are always online showing videos showing your hair showing Reagan's hair showing other people your ambassadors like you are like legit in this thing and I'm like I, I yeah. love it and so yeah um, like yeah um, Reagan go ahead Reagan's father tell me all the time I'm sorry um he'd be like you are just like he what he tell me you're just crazy into this you know everything got to be perfect you know if you put the label on wrong I'm like no you got the label crooked you need to fix that he's like really <laughs> Renosha you know, but yes I still hand make I package I label I ship out I do the marketing I do everything right now. Wow. And as you can know and everyone else can know that it's, it will turn you into a crazy person. <laughs> it wow. will make you into a crazy woman. But it shows me that God has truly shown me that even though I'm doing a lot, it can be done. Mm-hmm. So once that team is built and if someone lack or falls short in areas, which I hope that they don't when I do build that team, it shows mm-hmm. me that, Renosha, you've been there already. Mm-hmm. You've done all of this. So you'll know how to do it if somebody was to ever fall short, you know, and I'll be the best trainer for those people that come into my business and the team that I do build because I've been doing this, you know, for so long. So I would be a really great teacher for those coming in, you know, wanting to do like a natural hair thing and wanting to start a product line and things like that. Like Chris, I have started from the bottom, like, Nobody, I haven't had any funding with my business. You know, I literally started from the bottom with $500. Okay. And okay. I bought product, you know, and um, and so, where I am now, you know, and I, I don't have, you know, a gazillion followers or anything like that, but I'm appreciative for the people that are following me and for me to be in business, you know, for a year and a half, almost two years, Um. I have a nice following and I'm able to sustain my bills and everything at home with only doing Reagan's and I National Hair Essentials. Right. So 
Um, and that was going to be my next question, like, you know, how that transition, because being able to sustain your bills, like you live in Chicago, so, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, it ain't cheap, so. No, it's not. <laughs> it is not cheap, but you know what? Um, I'll tell you one thing that don't cost you a dollar, and that's to have faith. Hmm. And when you have faith and know that, God is going to provide you with everything that you need because he gave me the vision. I literally woke up one morning. My daughter was about a year old at this point. So I have been using the things on her from, she was about a year and a half, almost two. And I literally woke up with this vision. It was a vision from God that said, start an all-natural and organic hair care line. I kid you not. Name the business, Reagan Sinai Natural Hair Essentials. Um, you have a beautiful little girl. Let her be the spokesperson to tell her story. Even though she can't tell it now, she will. And so um, I use her as the logo. The, pic- the logo that's on the product, that's a picture we took for Mother's Day. I asked okay. the, um, the guy that did my logo to remove me out of the picture and leave Reagan there. And that's the logo that I wanted to be created. Um, he said, um, push the business and let people know about the different skin issues that your daughter has been through. Because I knew that if I went through it, there had to be a ton of other moms out there that went through it. Right. So I mentioned that to say that running this business full time and it being able to sustain my bills and being able to still take care of the business. It's not easy, but because I have faith, knowing that God has, has given me a vision and he's going to provide me with everything that I need for my business. And mm-hmm. there's times where I freak out. I stress like, oh, my God, I'm so transparent with my business. Oh, my God, I only have $1,500 in my business account and I have to pay my rent. I have to do this. I have to do that. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm human. So even though I say I have faith, I still stress out from time to time and ask God, like, do you hear me? <laughs> do you hear me? Like, I have to pay my bills. Like, do you hear me? Yes. And, <laughs> and I kid you not, when I sit down and have a conversation with God and just let him know the things that I need, and me saying this to you, Chris, I'm not holier than thou. Mm-hmm. God is still working on me. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm very faithful, you know, and I believe that, this would have never been given to me if it wasn't going to go the direction that I wanted it to go or the direction that God sees fit for it to go. And it would not have been given to me if it, if I wasn't going to be able to provide mm-hmm. for my business and to keep it rolling. So with those thoughts in my mind, I literally say, you know what, Renosha, don't worry about it. You know, don't pray about it and still stress about it. Pray mm-hmm. about it and leave it alone. And I kid you not, I literally just ditched out my rent money. And I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, like, <laughs> my business account is so low, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, my rent money came back to me from two wholesale distributors. They put in order. Come on. And it yes. shows me that God is faithful. You know, yes. like, you dish this out, and because you believe, I'm going to give it right back to you. You know, yes. because you didn't stress, you didn't worry. I'm going to give it right back to you. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that's one thing that I would say with, um, you know, owning a business and where you're doing it full time is you never truly know your strengths until you 
leave that nine to five. Mm-hmm. And this is the only, and your back is against the wall. Mm-hmm. So I tell myself daily, are you going to get eaten by the wolves or are you going to run as fast as you can so the wolves can't eat me? I'm running because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to fall. And that's just the mentality that I have all day long. I will, I can't be a failure and I won't be a failure. Mm-hmm. And with God on my side, I know that my business is going to go the heights that it needs to go. And I'm not even saying that I want to be a millionaire of Reagan tonight after Harry Centers. I could care less about that. What I do care about is, of course, it's a business, so I want to make sure that I'm able to provide for my family, of course. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure that I'm changing lives. After you've, after you've spoken with me, I want you to feel like I've helped you and I've changed your life and you're not just spending money on a product. I'm here to help because I was that parent that knew nothing. I was that parent that cried. I was that parent that really needed help and I had nobody to turn to but YouTube. And they didn't really help me either because, <laughs> you know, they're telling people to use them and brushes on your child's hair. But when you do the research, them and brushes were never designed to detangle natural hair. They were designed to help with straightening your hair, not to detangle. So I was wondering why I was told my daughter's hair was coming out when I was using the them and brush and things like that. And that was because when I did my research, it was never designed for that. It was designed to straighten the hair, but everybody on there rant and raves about it. So it's things like that, mm-hmm. you know, that I followed on YouTube that everybody rant and raves about. And to be honest with you, you have to do your own education. And you just have to, when you're in this business, be faithful and stay in your lane. That Don't try part. to do what everybody else is doing. Yes, you know, girl. like, I could care less about what any other, anybody else is doing. Yes, I know who my competitors are. You better know who they are. Right. Like, you stay in your lane. Do what you see fit for your business. Well, my products, I never thought that people would love my products the way that they, that, that they are because um, it, they look different. They smell different. They feel different. Um, it's not like your product that you will go and get off the shelves. Everything is completely natural and organic. We don't even use fillers in our products. Mm-hmm. No synthetic fragrance, no synthetic colors, no mineral oils, no alcohol. We don't use BTMS to thicken up products. You know, we use things that Mother Nature placed on this earth for us to use. And our parents back in the day never had those, those things added into their, but they were using raw coconut oil, raw oil, and their hair grew just fine. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of afraid about that. You know, I didn't know how people would take um, when me doing a different approach of just keeping it completely pure and natural. So, um, I say stay in your lane. <laughs> right. Stay in right. your lane and see what you. And literally, I think that is chapter one in my book. I kid you not. Why would that be first? Because it's like most important. Stay in your lane. I mean, and not, you know, a lot of people take that and, and it's a negative connotation around it because people, you know, associate um, failure and, you know, um, trying to be like somebody else and, you know, all that. And that is what it's about. But at the same time, it's like really about knowing yourself and mm-hmm. what you offer what God has put in you and sticking to mm-hmm. it, you know. So um, you talked about faith. You mentioned faith. And I want to know from you, like, how did you take that leap of faith, like from your nine to five to full time entrepreneurship? Um, well, it was really something that, as I said, that God placed before me before I even knew that it was going to be taken, that it would even take place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm big on speak 
speaking things into your life. You can definitely mm-hmm. speak greatness, and you can be- and absolutely speak bad things into your life as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was working my full-time job. I was a medical coder for three years. Um, coding for a physician here in Chicago and um, it was getting to be a lot on me you know I was hand making products I was working full-time and I felt like I wasn't mentally at work anymore I was physically there but I wasn't mentally there and things started kind of taking a turn at work and we started um, branching out we were on I-9 for those that are familiar with medical coding I-9 was the coding metric system that we were using, that the U.S. has been using forever. Um, But we switched over to I-10 and, you know, it was a lot of training going on with that type of stuff. And it kind of lost me. You know, I was just like, I'm not here for this. You know, like, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't what I want to do. I remember praying at night like that. You know, I just want to be able to leave my job. I just want to, I just want to go. You know, I'm tired of it. I remember I took sick, Chris, um, mm-hmm. because I used to do overnighters. Like, I used to pull overnighters like crazy. So mm-hmm. people, when they say sleep when you did, or when I hear people on Instagram or, or wherever saying that, you know, why are you sleeping? And, you know, I'm up grinding because I'm an entrepreneur. I had to learn, no, you know, you need sleep. Your body needs rest. Yes. And I wasn't resting. I was not resting. I was doing my business, working my job. I got really sick and I rarely ever get sick. Mm -hmm. And I remember my assistant supervisor, she was like, Renosha, she had bought products from me. She loved the products. Everybody at my job really supported me. So they knew what I was doing Mm -hmm. um, because I was a contracted and through an agency to work for a hospital um, in Chicago. So it was like a, um, a temp agency that I was contracted through. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, um, she was. She said, "Renosha, like I see this business going far." She helped me create labels and everything. Not the labels I have now, but the labels I had at the very beginning helped me create all of that. Um, and we had this conversation. I'm just telling you this because we had a conversation. I was like, you know, well, you know, if they end up saying they don't need me anymore, then you know, it's all good, whatever. You know, I'll just do my business. You say that, but I kid you not. A month later. I got called into the office and they were like, you know, Renosha, you messed up on two charts. Well, I can keep in mind, it was all brand new. Like everybody was still learning. So of course, everybody's making mistakes. Right. But the lady that I was working for um, in Chicago, so I didn't get removed from the temp agency that I was working for. I got removed off of the assignment that I was contracted through the temp agency to do. Mm-hmm. So I still had my job at the temp agency. Um, but once she called me in and told me, like, you know, we want to take her off the account. You know, she's coding these things um, inaccurately. We don't want her anymore. And at that point, I was just like, oh, my God. You know, like, so now I don't have a, a job anymore. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how things kind of transitioned to me to do my business full time. Um, just because I have realized that, hey, my back is up against the wall now. You know, and any any other person probably would have went and got a, another nine to five. But because I knew that my business, the potential that my business had to grow, I said, you know what, I'm going to take this time. And of course, I um I received um, unemployment um for like six months. But after the six months was up, I was on my own. 
Mm-hmm. And so the unemployment really helped me financially at home to, you know, cover my bills and things like that and still be able to generate revenue with my business and let that money be, you know, the money to continue to grow my business. So that's kind of how I transitioned out of the workforce into um, doing my business full time. Mm-hmm. And I never looked back. I never looked back to going back to another job because I really feel like I've come so far, right. you know, like I've come so far without a nine to five. Why do you need me to go back now? You know, so um, I really just push, you know, and that was my transition from my nine to five job mm-hmm. to doing this full time, you know, hand making the products and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, so what was like the, what was the big moment, like the push, like what made you feel like, okay, I can do this, you know, like granted your back was against the wall. You needed to do it because you didn't have the job anymore. But like, you know, you know how everybody has that moment, like whether it's a big contract that comes through, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, like what was that for you? I was still getting sales through my business, like quite frequently. Mm -hmm. And I saw that within like the first, um, I think I was open for like six months or so. I had made like $10,000, you know, you know, just making products and things like that. So me just being able to see that, you know, I'm making a, you know, McDonald's salary right now. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But I know that it it, it has potential to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. And having um, Reagan's father, he was also a background to me too. You know, he's an entrepreneur. He's never worked a job a day in his life. Um, he's a full grown entrepreneur and to be able to have him behind me and stand behind me and say, Renosha, you can do this. Don't go back and get no job. I'll help you. Like if you fall short on the field, I'll help you. But I know that this business has the potential to grow. He set me down. Like, look at this. Like you already making money. So imagine if you really put your all into it, Mm -hmm. what you can, you know, what you can do for the business. Right. it was really him, too, giving me that extra push. It was no big contract that came in for me. Mm-hmm. It was nothing of an aha moment that really came in for me. Mm-hmm. Chris, when I tell you, it was just me having that Reagan father as someone to kind of really push me and motivate me and just being faithful mm-hmm. and just seeing, like, what I can do. Like, we never know the heights that we can move until we actually start moving heights. You know, right. you don't know what you can do until you do it. Right. So I, I did Okay. I didn't know, um, you know, what I would be able to do until I did it. So I just, I just did it, mm-hmm. just did it, and just to see what I. So it was nothing major for me. Really pushed me to, you know, say, oh, I could do this, or oh, this business. I, I didn't even know, I, but I was willing to risk it all, Chris. I was willing to risk it all <laughs> to see what I. Right. So, right. Okay. And that's like, that's, that's amazing as well, because a lot of times we get into entrepreneurship and we think that just because we're good at something, it's going to just be easy, you know, and granted what's meant for us is for us. So God will open doors, but you know, it's not easy. You have to get up, like you said, and make up your mind, like, okay, either I'm going to get eaten by the wolves or I'm going to run to keep from being eaten. And Mm -hmm. so, 
that's that's major major key but okay i want to shift a little bit um you know tell me about a little bit about your co-ceo miss reagan like she is so funny when i see the videos that you post of her uh she did some y'all were in the car and she did some kind of little dance move i'm like girl what is that and she was cracking girl. up <laughs> hilarious like Reagan is really really truly like God sent and just uh and just full of joy like she's my headache but she's my laughter at the same time like she she's all of that in one Reagan is really 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 smart like she does things that an average four-year-old probably wouldn't even think about doing like she is just <laughs> She, you would have to meet her. You like she's so dope. It's hard to even explain her in words because you truly <laughs> have to just meet her seriously to really understand like what I'm saying. Right. She she is really really a bundle of joy, but at the same time, um, with the business, I've really noticed how much she's paid attention in the past. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, she'll come to me, like, she can sell you a product, and I don't have to tell her a word. She knows exactly what to say. She'll be like, look, you want to smell it? I know it smells good, don't it? You know, let me rub it on your arm. <laughs> you know, so it shows me, and I start smiling because it shows that these children really pay attention to us, and more than what we really think that they do. Right. And she is just awesome. Like, she'll tell people, people will be like, oh, my God, I love your hair. She'll be like, yes, I'm going to use Reagan's tonight, not your hair extension. You want to try some? Oh. You know, so, like, <laughs> so, like she, she's super dope, and she just really, really, really helps out a lot, even at four years old. Like, I'll be having her here helping me wipe down bottles to label mm-hmm. things and, she really wants to have hands on with a lot of other stuff too, like helping with packaging and, um, you know, taping the boxes. And sometimes what I've realized, Chris, that I have to sit back and allow her to do it. And even though she does mess up, you know, the tape and have it all over the place and things like that, but you got to, you know, I have to teach her and she has to start somewhere. So mm-hmm. I kind of give her her own box for her to go ahead on and destroy and put tape all over it. And then I kind of let her watch me like, okay, watch mommy how I take the box and let me show you where you put the tape at. And I kid you not, after a couple of times, girl, she's taping boxes, mm-hmm. you know? So it really, really helps that she really catches on and she's really in tune with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give you a really funny story about what she did at the, at the store. Uh, her and her father, they were at Toys R Us and he was getting her a toy. And she was on the phone, his iPhone, because she takes over his phone when she gets around him. And she was trying to have Siri call her mom, me. So mm-hmm. she like, Siri, call mom. Call my mommy. And, you know, of course, um, Reagan's father don't have my name in his phone as mommy. You know, right. so Siri couldn't find who it is. And he, Siri is like, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you repeat that or something? You know how Siri gets talking her stuff. Right. And Reagan like, my mommy, my mommy, she's light skin. She's the owner of Reagan's and I natural hair extension. She makes natural <laughs> products. My mom. <laughs> oh my god! Her dad called me in tears. He was just like, "Let me just tell you what your daughter did." So 
she is really, really, really a bundle of joy. I would definitely say that. And she's very independent. Like, she don't want you to do anything for her mm-hmm. at all, which is a lot of four-year-olds are like that. Right. You know, she would rather sit on the floor and struggle before she asked me for help. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that about her a little bit. You know, uh, some parts of it I kind of stop because I tell Reagan, I want her to grow up knowing that it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Don't sit there and feel like you have to just be struggling to the point that you're in tears before you ask someone for help. It's okay to ask people for help, Reagan. You know, and that's things that I stress with her, you know, about that. But she's very, very self-sufficient. Like, she's yeah. very, very independent. Like, she is, you can have a conversation with Reagan. Sometimes I'll be finding myself having conversations with her and I'm like, am I talking to a four-year-old? Right. <laughs> um, like she asked me the other day, you know, who is God, mommy? Because I told Reagan, I said, um, honey, uh, she has said something to me. I can't recall what she asked me, but I said, um, God will bless us with that very soon, honey. And, and she was just like, mommy, well, who is, who is God? Mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of, and we, we attend church, but of course we're not there every Sunday and things like that. So her school, she's at a Christian-based school, so they do talk about God, and we do talk about it at home. But I will honestly say not to the detail of, like, me saying who, is, you know, explaining to her who God is. You know, we read different scriptures and things like that, but she asked me who is God. And so now it kind of took me a step back, like, okay, how do I explain this to my four-year-old um, where she one is going to understand it? <laughs> and, you know, two... I'm not going to turn around with a million other questions and say, well, what is that? You know, so. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, she's just at that age. They're at that age now where they want to know what is that? You know, you say a word to her that you don't mean and she'll be like, mommy, what is that? What does that mean? You know, mm-hmm. what does defiant mean? Cause I sort of stopped being defiant. What does that mean? You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, she's really, really, she pays attention. She's observant yes. and she pays attention, man. And I'm so grateful for her. She will be running this business, no doubt about it. And it's so um, funny because that I wanted to ask you that too. It's like, so do you plan on her having her to run the business or, you know, um, we'll absolutely, take girl? Yeah. Yes. Like, I would love for her to, you know, take over and run the business. And the main thing, the main reason why I really, um, really, really pushed with this business is because I want my daughter to grow up and understand what it means to be a boss. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about you a boss. She's a boss. That's a boss. But you ain't a boss until you own something, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> in my opinion, you right. know, so I wanted my daughter to grow up understanding you know, um, entrepreneurship because it wasn't taught to me in school. And they're just recently now starting to um, you know, touch on entrepreneurship in schools and things like that. But when I was in school, it really was not, it wasn't taught at all, mm-hmm. you know, and I want Reagan to walk into um, entrepreneurship and knowing how to go about being an entrepreneur if she wants to. And when she grows up, Chris, if she don't want to take over Reagan's and I natural hair sister, she don't have to, right. you know, but at least she has the, she knows the role, she has the mm-hmm. duties and she's, she's able to, you know, hire people on for the business that she would see fit or, you know, I'll still stand behind it a hundred percent, you know, what helping the business to move forward. But one thing I'm not going to do is force her into something that she don't want to go into either. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do see her, I definitely see her, um, 
taking the business over and kind of either once in her twist point of how she see, you know, it, it going or um, her handing it over to, you know, someone else to kind of help um, with the business. But I don't really see her doing that. I think because I'm natural and if everybody else, if it's just a fad for everybody that's doing it, I'll be the only one still walking around in curls. Right. Um, but <laughs> I think that because I've instilled so much about, you know, our hair and just making sure that, you know, we know how to properly care for our hair, that I think that this will be something that she would love to continue to um, to do. Right. I think. Okay. I'm not sure. I <laughs> yes, we all hope so. Um, so let's talk about generational wealth because I mean that's basically what you're doing. You're setting, mm-hmm. um, you're setting Reagan up and her grandchildren. I mean, her, her children and her grandchildren. You know, um, with mm-hmm. this, that's the beauty of having our own. So um, tell me, like, how you know from your perspective, how does how does this company? Um, by having Reagan as co-CEO, how does this affect her, you know, both now and in the future? I think it really affects her as far as, like, what do you say, like, on, like, a generational wealth aspect or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I mean, for as far as generational wealth, like, you know, um, for the future, having her being set up and having something as her own, you know, and, and even too down to like the uh, exposure that the business uh, provides. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think it really sets one, I'm the type of mother where even though um, if she is walking into generational wealth, I'm still all about having your own and knowing how to go out there and get your own. Because I feel like when children are born into generational wealth, it kind of takes away from them really knowing how to go out there and truly get it because they're so used to it being given to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm not one of those parents that I'm going to give it to Reagan. She's going to work her way through this business Mm -hmm. um, once she gets older. And I really, I really truly think that it's really going to help build her uh, and, you know, mold her to make even more wealth, you know, with the business because she's going to know the processes and procedures to get there. You know, I don't want the com- I don't want my company to just be like, oh, you know, Reagan, this is something that mommy put together for you when you were a baby. You know, the money and the funds are there. Um, you know, here's 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 the money. Here's no Reagan's going to work in this business like all the other employees are going to work in in this business and she's going to work her way up, you Mm -hmm. know, and she's going to stay at co-owner until I see that she sees fit and she'll be demoted. You know, I'm that mother. (laughs) I'm very hard on on Reagan because I know that even though she's four, we really take away a lot from our children thinking like they don't know. They know, you know, they know what they're doing. Certain things they may not, but for the most part, they know. And I'm just that that parent where I'm going to push my daughter because nothing was never given to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to make it super easy for her either. You know, like I want her to know how to get out here and do what she sees fit. And I also, even if she is walking into millions, Chris, I still want her to get some type of um, education behind her belt. Um, rather it be certifications in the field that she likes, rather it be, um, her going to obtain her PhD, her master's, or 
um, I won't even say bachelor's because by the time she get older, that to me, that it's like a high school diploma to mm-hmm. us now. Mm-hmm. So when she gets older, I mean, man, I don't even know what it'll be then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm definitely going to push higher education, you know, with her and making sure she takes, you know, business classes and things like that to help you know, build the business to, you know, provide more generational wealth and just being out there able to know how to get her own funds. You know, I just don't want her to feel like that. Oh, my mommy has the money. We have the money. So I can do this. No, you know, that's not what you're going to do. We're going to, I'm going to teach her how to manage money. I'm going to teach you how to invest in your money. I'm going to teach you how to properly spend money. We don't just spend money over here because we have it. You know, that's just me. I think I'm going to be El Cheapo to the day I die. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just, I'm that type of parent. You know, I, I mean, I like nice things. We get nice things, but we get them on a budget. You know, we don't have to go and spend, you know, a thousand dollars on this, you know, when, no, we can get the same thing before a cheaper price and we can put it together and make it look good. You know, so Mm -hmm. that's just the type of parent I am. Um, with Reagan, you know, and I really, really want Reagan to just know about life. You know, I don't want her to, I don't want her to feel like she walked into generational wealth and she got it because at this point, you know, I'm like, yeah, you do have it, but you need to know how to get out here and get it yourself. Right. You know, just so as much as they have yeah. it, they can lose it. And so what you're exactly. Saying- about you know teaching her about money because I I didn't have that growing up and so I'm finding myself as an adult you know having to buy books on money management and Mm -hmm. um, you know talk to people take courses and stuff like that like really learn money management and you know about good credit because regardless to how much money you have you know you still Mm -hmm. need those things so Um, and if you're not, if you're poor, if you have poor money management, your your business will go under. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to know where you can spend that and where you, you can't spend that. You have to know that when you're running a business, you have to be cheap. You know, you mm-hmm. have to be cheap in certain areas if you want to sustain your business. You know, so I, I like to let, you know, a lot of people know as far as the money management with the business, like some people will be like, girl. You're just being cheap with your business. No, I'm being smart with my business Mm -hmm. because your business is always going to have some type of cost, always going to have some type of overhead to it. And if you're just spending frivolously, you know, your business is not going to last. It's not going to flourish. So um, I I even see, you know, credit score for a lot of people and people don't really realize when I was growing up, I knew about a credit score, but I didn't know how important it was, you know, to... Mm -hmm. Um, make sure that my credit was at a certain rate and I didn't have certain things on my credit report and things like that. Or, you know, this is what's going to determine, you know, if I'm going to be able to do the things in life that I want to do, buy a home, purchase that car or, you know, things like that. So um, another thing, it kind of ties into the um, generational wealth um, conversation that we were having is I'm going to teach Reagan about, you know, credit score and how important it is. And when she turns 16, I'm going to put Reagan on my credit card um, to help build her credit score up. So by the time she gets, well, probably by when she gets about 14, 15. So by the time she gets into college, you know, her credit will already be at a point where she can get anything that she wants. Mm-hmm. So we're going to teach that early. 
you know, at an earlier time, and people don't really realize why other races, um, younger, you know, younger kids from other races are able to um, purchase things. Oh, you got a card in your name, and nobody has to co-sign, you know, things like that. And it's because their parents set them up for success. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to set our children up for success to right, be great. Right. You can't just say be great. No, you, we have to set them up to be great. Yes, you know. You preaching um, today, yes, because I'm like, yes. and, that's, and, and that's something that is, you know, I mean, although I created this podcast, you know, it's for everybody, anybody can listen and, and, and chime in, but I specifically want to speak to us, our people, black women, women of mm-hmm. color, and we don't set our kids up for their future, especially financially, you know, we give them what we were given. We don't, you know, and I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of us in our, I think, generation are starting to break that cycle because we're mm-hmm. exposed to more. Social media allows us to see other ways of life, you know, so I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. Like, if you really think about the, what we have at our disposal, like social media, it's a gift and a curse. But if you curate your space, your social media space to benefit you, it can benefit you. And so, Absolutely. You know, Mm-hmm. What you're saying is like right on point. I'm over here like taking notes, like, okay, this is, I need to do this too for Styler. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, and we have to, we have to set them up for greatness. And like I said, while I don't want to seem like I'm the perfect parent, I do everything correct. You know, I'm 29 years old. I just made 29 yesterday. But, yeah, happy um, birthday. You know, I feel good. <laughs> yes. Thank you. But I still have a lot to learn, too, you know, and I'm still growing. But the things that I have learned and the things that I have went through, I always, always make sure that I told myself that I will always set my daughter up for success. And no matter what it was that I was doing, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure that Reagan is great. I'm going to make sure that she's walking into this world fully equipped and fully prepared to take on what the world has to offer her. And that's the reason why I say I am, I'm kind of hard. I'm more harder on Reagan than her dad is. You know, he's the more lenient parent where he's like, oh, come on, baby. It's okay. You can cry. You know, and I'm more so like, Reagan, come on now. We're not going to keep doing all this crying because when you get out here in the real world, crying ain't going to move nobody. You got to get out here and get results. That part. You know, and Mm -hmm. those are the things that I tell my four-year-old daughter. You know, of course, if she's crying for something, that something happened, you know, or something serious like that, or, you know, I'm going to definitely sympathize with her and and nurture her and just make sure she's good. But if it's something that, you know, Reagan knows. You know, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do the crying. And, you know, it's just certain things in my household that I that I see fit that she would need to um, push further in her um, in her life. You know, so I just want to make sure that she's set up for success with everything that she'll need. And with her watching me, I really truly feel like she's going to be a beast out here. You know, she's really <laughs> going to be a beast out here. She's going to be really, really beasty. Right, <laughs> so, right. Um, okay, so you kind of jumped into my, one of my questions a little bit, um, and I'm and I think this will be like the I have one more question, but you jumped into one of my questions with kind of saying some of the things that you you know are doing to kind of um, set her up for success, but like you know to other moms that are listening that probably aren't even thinking you know on that level or not so much that but that are um you know they're just doing the best of what they what they have you know but what mm-hmm. 
would you suggest? Like, what are maybe three things that you would suggest for us as moms to do um, to set our children up for the future? I would definitely say open up a savings account for your child and, you know, open up one where you really, you can't touch it at all. And even if you're not making a whole lot of money, you know, put it $20 up in the savings account from the time that you have your baby up until they're, um, you know, up in age, that's a whole lot of money, you know, for them to have without making a whole lot of money, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would just say, just make sure that you're, savings you know have a savings account open for your child another thing is i mean it may sound crazy to even say this but make sure your child has life insurance you know because i'm so tired of seeing these gofundme accounts um set your child up in that way you know we we never like to talk about death and of course you don't want our child you know to die or anything like that but at the end of the day life happens and I think it's it's a it's a subject there that needs to be touched on. Parents need to make sure while when you have your child, when I walked out of the hospital, Chris, four days later I called Gerber. Gerber was the only one that I really knew about that was super cheap. I paid fifteen dollars a month for a hundred thousand dollar policy for my daughter, you know, and so it's very cheap. So set your child up to make sure that they have some type of life insurance policy if anything was to happen to them and make sure that you have a life insurance policy on yourself whereas anything was to happen to you to ensure that your children are covered, you know, um, and, and to, to set them up. And like I said, we never want to talk about death and things like that, but I mean, it's natural. It happens. And we want to make sure that we are setting our children up, you know, that if we were to, if anything was to ever happen to us, that they're still great. Um, uh, another thing that I would say um, for other parents as well is, Take as much time as you feel that you can with your kids because they grow up so fast. You know, Reagan grow up so fast. And even with me being an entrepreneur and I'm always so busy, um, I have to take a step back to Chris and tell myself that Reagan is only going to be four one time. You know, and even though I have a ton of orders, I have to get out, push that junk to the side sometimes and and make sure that my baby, I'm spending enough time with my baby. Uh -huh. So I would just say, take this time and spend the time. And when they say, look, look, you know, even though they're telling you to look 150 times, just look, you know, because <laughs> I have to tell myself that at times too, you know, just stop what you're doing and pay attention. Uh -huh. You know, too many times I tell Reagan, hold on, hold on, baby. Hold uh -huh. on. Okay. Hold on. You know, and I have to take back, take a step back and reevaluate myself. Like, how many times have you told your daughter to hold on today? Mm. You know, um, when she asked you to look for, look at something, you know, so I'm now more so, you know, looking and making sure that I am on top of spending that extra time that's needed, even though that we're busy, mm -hmm. because I could work my nine to five and be away from my child, you know? So mm -hmm. by me being an entrepreneur, it gives me more free time to be with my child. So I need to take that time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another, you know, my third point that I would really say for parents is just make sure that you're taking the time with your child and never let anybody tell you, give you their definition of what a good mom is. Mm -hmm. The definition of a good mom is what you're doing. And so continue to do what you're doing and do it how you're doing it. And that's your definition of a great mom. You know, like, I just don't like seeing so many posts. You know, it makes you feel bad as a parent, like, oh, I'm not doing this with my child, so I must not be a good mother. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, no, that doesn't mean that you're not a good mom. You're doing the best of your abilities. And so I would say continue to do that. You know, motherhood is hard. Mm-hmm. It is really hard. At 29 years of age, I mean, like I said, I haven't been doing it a very long time. But, you know, I was used to only caring for me, you know, until four years ago. And now I'm caring for, you know, a whole four-year-old over here. And it, it's difficult. And I'm okay with saying that. You right. know, I'm just out here trying to be a better a businesswoman while trying to be a better mother to my child at the same time. So I would definitely say just take the time. Take the time, man, because they grow so fast. And um, and I, I also say just trust. Have faith in the higher being of whomever you may, you know, um, worship or whoever you may um, call your God. But I just say take the time to believe and have faith and instill that into your children as well. Let them know that, you know, everything out here is is purposeful, you know, and just make sure that they have some type of um, belief, you know, with just being faithful because they're going to need it because this society is, is something else. So I just feel like, like the children today are really, really going to need us more than ever. So I just say, just be there, take the time, um, set them up for financial greatness and just make sure that we as mothers are there, you know, and we're not just saying we're there or, you know, putting on for social media that we're there, but we are absolutely there. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I would say, you know, um, that's so good that is so good because I got real quiet and was like yes yes like I was in meditation so that was those were good those were good I'm and I'm excited for everybody to actually be able to hear um what you have to say like girl you have so much and I love it it's all wisdom so um Thank you for, like I said, stopping in or taking the time to come and talk to me about your business and your tips on motherhood. Like, this was really good. So um, before you go, I want you to let everybody know where they can find you and your products because this is not a paid advertisement, but her products... are the truth i use them on my daughter's hair i've used them in my hair and my baby's hair is just flourishing like seriously and i know like if i actually had a regimen like her it would probably be even better i don't have a regimen but (laughs) her i'm let me where can they get your stuff girl You can purchase the products um, from our website, www.reagansanai.com. Um, if you're in the Chicago area, our products are located at Heritage Health Food Stores in Country Club Hill, Illinois as well. And we're also located in Lawrenceville, Georgia um, at Kingston Curls Natural Hair Boutique. And we recently just got um, a um, UK retailer. So oh. now our products are yeah, offered in the UK and London. So all of that information is on the website at www.reagansonight.com. And um, hopefully you guys will see me all over on TV really soon. But um, I'm just really, truly grateful for all of the support. I'm truly grateful for the support from you as well, Chris. Um, and I'm truly grateful for the opportunity that you reached out to me to even want to hear my story, my little story. Yes. So, um, 
I'm, I'm so proud. I'm Thank so you. proud, girl. I didn't know about the UK. I know you mentioned you just had two new uh, retailers. So congratulations to you on that. Um, and so before, and, and how can they find you on social media as well? Um, it is under the same handle, Reagan Sinai. You can find me on Facebook at Reagan Sinai, um, R-E-A-G-A-N-S-A-N-A-I. And you can also find me on Twitter at Reagan Sinai. Um, and Instagram as well at Reagan Sinai. And we also have a YouTube channel that we just launched a new video of Reagan's Curly Mohawk of how I did that style. So you can find us on YouTube under Reagan Sinai um, Natural Hair Essentials as well. Okay, okay, great. So you guys definitely check her out. Um, I got to get you to Houston. So we're going to have to have another conversation um, outside of this one. But we definitely need you in Houston for a Mommy and Me event. So um, you guys definitely support small businesses. Check her out. And um, we will talk more soon. So thank you, girl. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mommy Monologues. It is my hope that you were able to relate, grow, and laugh a little. To go even deeper, get connected with us on Instagram at mommy.monologues, where we share more about what's to come and other opportunities for you to partner with us. And don't forget to join us right back here every Monday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for a new episode of Mommy Monologues. Oh, and if you want to be a part of our show, send us an email to mommymonopodcast at gmail.com. Peace, y'all.